Anyone's Game podcast. Following women's football. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Anyone's Game podcast, where we look ahead to this Sunday's SWPL1 top of the table clash as Rangers take on Glasgow City at the Rangers Training Centre. My name is Kenny Bogue. And my name's Robbie Hanrathy. And joining us today in the podcast are two players that will hope to do battle against one another on Sunday. We have Rangers Chelsea Cornet and Glasgow City's Abby Grant. Welcome to the podcast, ladies. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, so before we get into, obviously, the huge game on Sunday, we'll do what we always do. We'll do our getting to know you questions. And we're going to start with you, Chelsea. Don't be nervous. It's OK. <laughs> so, Chelsea, where do you come from originally? Born in bed in Lonehead. So it's just a small town outside uh, Edinburgh. So, yeah, lived here all my life and I, I love it, to be fair. What was it like growing up there? Uh, it was class. Everyone. So I grew up with three big brothers. So, yeah, my mum never quite got the wee princess that she was she was hoping for, let's say that. But, um yeah, we were always out uh, playing about outside. We used to have fields all behind us, so we were always in the fields up to mischief, maybe. But uh, we'll keep the, the stories to ourselves. But um, yeah, it was, it was really good. And how did you get into football originally? Uh, just through my brothers. I mean, from being a wee tote, they were kicking a ball at me and, and putting me in goals and stuff and just shooting into me. So yeah, just, just from that. Um, and then they all played as well, so kind of never knew any better apart from to go and watch them playing and yeah so just got into, my, into it myself that's brilliant and what would you say was your greatest achievement in the game so far um oh that's a tough one um i think for me it would maybe be captain in the under 19s at scotland uh, that was a real proud moment for me and one that i never really expected either but for the the manager to trust me with that with that ownership yeah that was a, a real honor who was that against um so it was actually in the euro finals um, so it was against there was a there was a few teams. Um, it was actually I was vice captain to Erin, and then Erin got pulled up. So yeah, I, I had to step up kind of thing, and yeah, it was it was nerve wracking to start with, but yeah, a real proud moment for myself. And what's it like when the manager comes in and says, "Right, you're going to captain your country"? You just like absolutely buzzing. I, I can actually remember it, and he uh, took me and Erin aside, and obviously me and Erin played in centre midfield at the time, so. I never really thought too much of it. And then when he said that, I was kind of just shell-shocked. I was speechless. And uh, I can remember telling my, like, my family and stuff like that. And yeah, it was, there was many tears, but yeah, they were, they were also proud of me as well. And yeah, that, I think that's probably my, my biggest moment that I've really felt completely proud of myself and, and achieving that. Well, that's class. And who was the gaffer at the time? Who was the boss? Was it not oh. Gareth? That's him. Gareth, Gareth. Sorry. Oh, Gareth, oh. And last but not least, we ask everyone this. Who would be your ultimate five-a-side team of players you've either played with or players you've seen play? Are we including a goalie? Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need a goalie. We're not playing back. Okay. <laughs> just in case, just double-checking. Um, right, OK. What are we thinking now? Right, I'm going to go for Jenny Curry and goals. I think she's at Hamilton now, but when she was at Hibs, we used to play fives, and she was honestly unbelievable. She could, you could not score in there. It was the most frustrating thing ever. <laughs> I'm going to go with her and goals. Um, Rachel McLaughlin, defender. Um, put myself in there. I do love we game of fives. Why not? Probably Erin Cuthbert. And up top, who will go with? Go with Jane Ross, because she hates getting beat, so I, I know she'd, she'd fight for me. Like that Sounds a pretty decent team. Would you think I'd be a good team? Decent. Wish I was uh, a hit, though. Disappointing, <laughs> is that right? Rolling's <laughs> 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 
Right, so we'll, we'll just ask you the same questions, Abby, basically. So where are you from originally? Montrose, so up north. Oh, up north where I'm from, man. <laughs> I, know, I know Montrose. I've chapped doors in Montrose. <laughs> I used to chap doors for charities. <laughs> so I've been quite a lot of places. You know, those annoying guys that come and chat the door. <laughs> so what was it like growing up there? Yeah, quite quiet, to be honest. Uh, there's not much up there. But yeah, it was good. Yeah, just a quiet town. You just know everybody there, you know. So when I moved away, it was a bit crazy. So yeah, but it, it was just a quiet, quiet so time. Where did you first move away to? To Glasgow. Um, it's when I first joined Glasgow City. So I think I moved when I was about 17. And then I lived there um, for a few years and went to Edinburgh for about four years, I think. So yeah. From the quiet life to the party life. Yeah. <laughs> it was a big jump. I didn't know what to do. <laughs> uh, I was the same. I grew up like when I grew up in the sticks, like right in the trees, <laughs> and then same. moved to Glasgow. Like what? <laughs> and how did you get into football originally? Um, just my dad taking me down to the local boys' team. Uh, I was a bit nervous to start with. I didn't know if I really wanted to do it, and then actually ended up loving it. So I think I was about eight years old, just right. in Montrose, and then from there, yeah, just Arbroath. They made that out girls' team, and then that's how I got into the women's game. And when you first joined the boys team, was there many other girls playing? No, it was just me. You would have been quite nervous, I'd imagine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's crazy uh, to see now that there's just so many like girls teams and you don't see that much anymore, do you? Like, Because like, you've obviously seen it all the way. Now to see the growth in the women's football, it just must be brilliant to see. Yeah, no, it's, it's amazing, really. I think I was saying that the other day to someone. It's like so many opportunities now for young girls to, to actually follow a dream and, and play professional football in Scotland so it, it's, it's amazing and what about your greatest achievement what would you say your greatest achievement in the game so far is um, probably playing for Scotland first cap and first goal same same time so that was quite um, amazing first start first goal there must be I some know. feeling what, who was that against and like how did that come about uh, like, as we speak about Chelsea like getting that call and everything what was that moment when you told, you're starting to yeah, to be honest, like I was pushing for that for a few years under Shelley. And then we went to Penitar Cup in 2020. And she said that, yeah, you deserve your opportunity to start. It was against Iceland. And yeah, just to, to start and to play, I was buzzing with. And then to actually get the winning goal as well, to make it 1-0, I was like, what is going on? Like, So uh, I was absolutely buzzing and I honestly just remember it so well. So yeah, it was uh, crazy. I can imagine you can see your face in there. You look, you look buzzing. I know, I'm it's, just it's lovely. Back it's nice now. to see. You. Yeah, no, it's lovely. To see you. And I have to ask, did the Iceland team do that bad dance? Nah, nah, we didn't get to see that. Unfortunately. Yeah, I was just going to say, Avi, you can see your excitement there for just, I guess, reminiscing that goal in your first cap. Do you still get the same excitement now, no matter like when you score, who you score against? Yeah, no matter what, like. Or, uh, even at the weekend that it wasn't even me scoring and like even when it's just your own team you just get so buzzing like no matter what so yeah the, the feeling doesn't really go away just kind of gets better I think and last but not least what is your ultimate five-a-side team who are you picking oh so many players okay for me probably Hannah Hampton played with her at Birmingham so best put her in there uh, Leanne Ross because she is a legend um Erin Cuthbert as well. Probably Lucy Staniforth, unbelievable midfielder. Yeah, I suppose I can join her as well. Why not? 
I definitely. You've got to put your cell in it. I'll put my cell in it as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was me picking a five beside team. I definitely did it. I'd just be the big guy standing at the back. Thanks, <laughs> Aye, well, aye, aye. we'll probably goalie after five minutes because I'll be knackered. But, uh, <laughs> well, we'll move on now, obviously. Huge game at the weekend, uh, massive game. We'll start with you, Abby. Uh, obviously, you're just recently back at, at Glasgow City. What's this, uh, What's it like in training in the lead-up to these big games? I mean, is it more intense when it's a bigger game? Or, I obviously don't want to say you don't train as hard every week, if you know what I mean, but is there sort of more intensity leading up to sort of a big game like this? Uh, I'd say it's just more of a, you know, obviously top-of-the-table clash. It's, it's more like, get focused and yeah I think you just I well personally yeah you just train the same the same kind of way as you always do but obviously it's just a kind of a different feeling because a little bit of nerves a little bit of excitement um, just to to get the game going really yeah and does games like this playing like Rangers make it worthwhile I was going to ask you next how did the move back to City for the third time come about but does when one of your first games back is a top of the table clash against Rangers who are just one point behind. Does that make it even more significant being back in a city shirt? Yeah, it makes it it makes it exciting really like just getting thrown back into it quite quickly. So yeah, no, I'm really excited. Um, it's it's nice to be at the the topper end of the table and now instead of near the bottom where I have been. So no, it is it's crazy coming back and um yeah, getting thrown right into the top of the table clash. So that'll be exciting. And Chelsea, what's it been like, obviously, in the Rangers camp? Yeah, it's been great. As Abby says, you just focus on the game in hand and no matter what opposition you're up against, you, you train as hard as ever. But, um, yeah, obviously, everyone knows the importance of, of the game. And so, yeah, you have that in mind. But, yeah, it's the same focus week in, week out for us. But everything's going well. Obviously, you joined Rangers two seasons ago now. It was 2020 from Hibs, came through the academy yeah. there at Hibs. It's a lot of competition for places. At Rangers, does that mean the intensity in training always has to be 100%? Not like it's never going to be, but it's such a big spot, both at Rangers and Glasgow City now, that your place is never guaranteed. Yeah, of course. As I say, week in, week out, you need to, you need to perform at training to, to maintain that place in uh, the starting eleven, And obviously that's what everyone's aiming to achieve. So yeah, but I think that just drives the standards of yourself and of the whole team. So yeah, training each week is just, given 100% from everyone because everybody wants that place. So, yeah, yeah, it definitely drives that standard. Yeah, I was about to say, do you stay back after training practicing these long-range efforts because you seem to score a fair few belters? I don't, actually, to be fair. It's one of the things that um, the coaches wanted me to add to my game was we're shooting. So, yeah, I mean, I'm just as surprised when they hit the back of the net as everyone else. <laughs> It's, uh, it's funny that I used to work with like Nacho Novo and he said the same thing. He says, you just hit it and hope for the best. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? He's like, sometimes, <laughs> uh, he says, sometimes it'll go in and it's brilliant. Sometimes it'll just go, it'll hit the corner flag. Because <laughs> you have to wonder, do you mean to score a belt or not? He's always like, no. <laughs> you just hit it and hope for the best. <laughs> I'm like, all right, okay, cool. <laughs> we actually have a question, just sticking you Chelsea first now while we're speaking on long-range shots and things you develop as a player. Jenna, who's at Anyone's Game contributor, she wanted to ask, do you feel as though you developed a lot as a player for making the switch from Hibs to Rangers? And if so, what improvements can you see in your game the most? Um, yeah, I've noticed massive improvements within, within my game. And I think for me, I love my time at Hibs. Uh, I was there for nine years, so... Yeah, my, my time at Hibs was amazing, but 
yeah, when the opportunity came to to move to Rangers, I just had to grab it with both with both hands just to progress that little bit further. So yeah, I feel just overall uh, my fitness, just with the extra training, getting everything covered for you, your food, nutrition, um, having all the stuff there that that you need. So yeah, just that professional environment really aided my my performances on the pitch. And yes, yeah, so I'd say that. Just overall, it's developed me as a, as a player and, and as a person as well, I'd say. Yeah, Chelsea, I totally agree. I think that's a really good message. Abby, do you see the professionalism growing, not just within the league, but within Glasgow City as well? I know they've obviously dominated the Scottish women's game for the last decade or so, but do you notice standards being higher than ever since you came back? Yeah, um, it was a bit weird actually coming back and seeing seeing the difference because like, I had to get used to it a little bit because I left three years ago. And obviously it wasn't full time. We're still training it in the evenings. So coming back and, and seeing where the, the club has progressed to, it's actually amazing, like full time. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, it, it's great to see, especially like being here so many times. And it's, it's where they deserve to be, especially the work that um, Laura and Cass has put into to making Glasgow City. So, yeah, I'm buzzing for them and just buzzing for the club in general, yeah. And obviously, Abby, you just came back. What, what sort of prompted that? What sort of prompted the move? Yeah, so I don't, I've been injured for a, a little bit. and uh, I was just kind of looking for familiarity and some some game time and, you know, just to, to kind of get back to, to, being, to being me again and finding my feet again. And I think this was just the, the best place to be, especially because they've moved through full time and all the changes that's even in the league and all the teams are what getting better and everything like that. So... I felt like this was the, the best place to be, um, to just, you know, go on loan and see see what happens from there. Yeah, no, I, see, I thought it was on Twitter, you said something about being home, which I thought was quite nice. <laughs> yeah, just there's so many, like, amazing achievements and memories here. And obviously they helped me get my moves that I've down south. So, like, just coming back, it just does feel like home. There's just been so many memories and, and things here and it kind of shaped me into the person that I am today. I probably wouldn't be as much as, of a winner um, if it wasn't for Glasgow City and just how I go about my, my football. So, yeah, it's just home to me, really. And on the point of winning there, Chelsea, you see, obviously last season with the disappointment you must have had as a squad for not sort of reaching the Champions League and stuff, did, does that sort of spur you on more for this season? Uh, yeah, of course. I think we all knew as a, as a team that we kind of underachieved and, and what we wanted to achieve. But, yeah, obviously when, when we came into this season, we, we knew our aims and, and targets and, yeah, spurs us on, to be fair. We don't really dwell on it too much and our yeah. main focus is this season. So, yeah, we just take each game as it comes up. Right, no, I was just going to say, Abby, because you mentioned, <laughs> obviously, the standard of the league, the league there. A rumour that they might be expanding the league to 12 teams. So I wondered what, we'll start with you, Abby, but what would your thoughts be on that? You know, having a bigger league, do you think that would increase competition or what's your thoughts on it? Yeah, I think obviously down south, I think it's 12 in the league and it's it's much better. Like you get to play a variety of teams that are a bit more competitive. So yeah, that would be it would be good um, to see that. And what do you think, Chelsea? Would you agree with that? Yeah, no, I agree. Um, the more games you can get, the better for a player. So yeah, that'd be class. I was saying that last season, Chelsea, it felt like with the eight-team league that the teams are playing each other so regularly. It's just like, oh, that fixture is happening again. So it's good now. It's like, 10 team league it's a bit more variety so I can imagine for players as well it's good to not be like oh Spartans again or vice versa yeah I know it was a bit I'll ask you both especially Abby since your time being away even just the exposure of say about the league expanding and everything but just the exposure of the Scottish game with 
games being televised and podcasts like this and everything, has it grown astronomically since you was first at Glasgow City back in 2014? Yeah, like it's just gotten much bigger and better and even watching from the outside, it's like, oh wow, like that's a place that a lot of people might want to come and play football when you can see there's a lot of players, Rangers, Celtic, Glasgow City especially. There's a lot of uh, big name players going to these to these clubs now, so it, it's, it's good and especially the media, uh, the television, like it's good to see that as well. It gets players um, out there and it gets to show what, what the league's all about as well, which is nice. And obviously you mentioned exposure and stuff. Abby, you were over in Belgium, am I right? Uh, yeah. With Anderlecht, is that right? So what, what was it, you know, what was the sort of standards like over there for women's football? And what was the coverage like, that sort of stuff? Yeah, I mean, they had quite a lot of fans at the games, uh, a lot of the guys' fans. So there was, it was quite like the men and the women kind of like joined together, kind of like that. I'm not sure about the TV and stuff. I didn't look into that as that much, but yeah, it was um, it was a decent standard, a bit more physical, stuff like that. But yeah, it was just a move that I, I wanted to to try and um, expose myself out there and to see if I could, you know, get other moves elsewhere, which then I did manage to do. So that was kind of the point of the move. And you won the league as well, didn't you? Yeah, we won the league. Um, so that was nice to go from, well, being at Glasgow City to winning the league then going to Belgium and doing that as well which yeah, was, which was nice to the winning mentality league. never goes away does it Abby <laughs> league winning no, league never. winning league winning medals for different countries pretty cool as well isn't it to be yeah. honest yeah, uh, yeah. No, Chelsea nice. did you ever did you ever see yourself going abroad Chelsea if the opportunity came along yeah of course if, it were, if I felt like it was the right opportunity I would I would definitely consider it would you would you recommend it Abby if you want to try and learn French and um, Dutch, then <laughs> be my guest. <laughs> Good beer in Belgium, though, isn't it? They've got nice beer. So that, that, that would sway me a little. <laughs> yeah, they do, actually, yeah. They do, actually. I'm sure you tried a few on your off days. Yeah, they were only, uh, like, one euro, so it's all right. <laughs> oh, nice. I definitely. I'm going to Belgium, I'm off. <laughs> I'm away <now. laughs> Just back to the uh, SWPL for a minute, Abby. At the weekend, you spoke about earlier about you, the excitement you get when even just your team scores, and you set up Claire Shine to break the deadlock against Hearts at the weekend. And I thought that was a really good link up play. I have players like her, Christina Chinchia, Lauren Davidson, Odie Phil Tadulu. They have players you feel that will complement your game well. Now being back at the stint at City. Yeah, um, it's just nice to be back and linking up with these players. Um, obviously, it's only been one full week I've been back. So just getting used to how everyone plays and, you know, just even the surface because I've been playing on grass for three years. Uh, and uh, yeah, it was, it was actually really nice to link back up with Hayley Lauder. Um, she's unbelievable. and like oh, yeah, She's been on the podcast. She's lovely. Yeah, and um, and Claire Shine, yeah, like obviously we had a, a partnership and a link up before, so it kind of doesn't go away. So um, it's been nice to have that back. <laughs> Priscilla, I can't say her name, but Priscilla Chinchella, she's amazing, isn't she? She's absolutely. Oh yeah, you? she's a she, little baller. I, yeah. I, I, I was going to say a baller, but I don't know if she is, but I, she's amazing, <laughs> isn't she? <laughs> yeah, she yeah that, no. Obviously she is, but I mean, is she just a joy in training? I know you've only been there for a week, but. Is she? Yeah, is she... yeah, even her personality. She's just actually just really lovely. And um, yeah, she's still so young and I feel like she's just got such a bright future. But yeah, she's um, 
she's great in training as well, taking on players, everything, just, you know, she does it in games. So, yeah, and obviously Chelsea, in the, the Rangers squad, you've got loads of experienced internationals. I mean, just how, how much are you learning off of these players? Yeah, it's class. Obviously, we've got a few of the Scottish girls, Irish girls and that as well. So, yeah, just learning from them, even just training with them, being in the same environment as them, like, uh, is unbelievable. Um, so, yeah, it's quality to have that standard within the team. And is it true, or is this just a vicious rumour, that Kirsten Riley gets the tunes on before the game? Gets, gets the Rangers songs on? Yeah, somebody, somebody told us that in a podcast. Oh, no. Kirsten does not put <laughs> tunes on. Me and Kirsten have maybe High School Musical on in the car on the way to a game. Oh, that's not bad. Kirsten does not put the tunes on. I was told that one of the players put I thought sure it was Kirsten Riley. Was it not you who told me that? Kirsten Howitt. Oh, it was, was Kirsty Howitt. Yeah, it puts all the Rangers songs on because we often ask people, especially Celtic or Rangers players, do they replicate the ethos of the men's team in terms of like before games and all that? So, must have been Kirsty Howitt, not Kirsty. Yeah, Riley. yeah definitely been Kirsty. Definitely Kirsty Howitt, even hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, even uh, when Kirsty was uh, injured and stuff, she would have the our phone onto the speakers when we were warming up and everything with the Rangers songs. So yeah, hundred percent Kirsty Howitt. Kenny would like that, not me. <laughs> What's uh what's a favourite for you before a game, Abby? Do you any sort of traditions or you know what do you call it? No traditions, um, what do you call the things? Uh, superstitions. So, no. so superstitions. <laughs> what Stevie Wonder? Uh nah, not really. Um I mean, I can't lie, the tunes that was at Leicester were diabolical. Um, <laughs> but I did, just wanted to get the SoundCloud on, but you know, we couldn't do that. So um Remember you're only on remember you're only on loan? Terminating <laughs> <laughs> your contract after this podcast. <laughs> You're gonna have to go back there. <laughs> no, the tunes are bad. No, uh, so yeah, I'll usually just put my earphones in and get the SoundCloud out. You know, get the big tunes on. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it. I don't really do much. Yeah. No, no Abby, I, I listened to a, a podcast. It featured glass your former teammates, and they said that you used to be on the. Um, tunes in the dressing room so at one yeah. point you must have been the main DJ but what is your t- yeah I was is, is it uh, not high school musical for you no no <laughs> it was it was uh, basically me and Kirsty Howitt uh, back in the day for a, a couple of years but we did we had like SoundCloud on all the party music and stuff like that like we just some we GBS just the, yeah yeah GBS <laughs> literally that's what we had on <laughs> <laughs> if I tried to put that on in Leicester, no way. But I could maybe try and back back here. But I think they do have decent tunes. I think it's Lauren Davidson, so it's it's all right. It's all right. Have you got some questions for the Instagram or whatever it was? Oh, I do indeed. Growing up, what sort of role models or start with you, Chelsea? Did you have? Was there any female role models or was it mostly men? Um, I think when I was younger, it was mostly mostly men. To be fair, just because women's football wasn't publicised as much on TV and, and things. So, yeah, to see that progression now is massive. But uh, I think if I had to pick a female, people might think this is quite a weird one, but I, I actually did look up to Erin um, Cuthbert. She, I was a roommate and stuff through camps, and, and she honestly eats, sleeps and breathes football. Like, it is unbelievable how professional that girl is. And so, yeah, I looked up to her quite a bit um, through squads and stuff like that. And what about you, Abby? Probably Joe Love. 
Uh, I remember going to the um, first Scotland game, the women's game, and um, I managed to get her to sign one of my hats, and I was absolutely buzzing. <laughs> so, in, and then it's actually crazy that now I played with played with her, and I still do. And like, you just Have you still got yeah, the hat? It's crazy. Yeah, and other players signed it too, like Joelle Murray. Sure. And, oh, that's know, amazing. Like that. Does she know? Does she know about this cap? Yeah, I sent them the cap a few years ago when I was like, this is crazy that like, I looked up to all you guys and I've played with most of you now and, you know, I'm actually good friends with some of you, so it's like... It's like, living your dream, man. Yeah, so it's amazing to see. Just on the, the topic of role models, I'm just wondering, this is to both of you, but obviously as players now, I mean, there'll be young girls and boys that look up, up to you guys now. I mean, just how much does that inspire you, that you're inspiring next generation if that makes sense um yeah i think it's a bit surreal to be fair i still like when people say it to me i'm a bit like oh yeah like young girls do look up to me and, and boys and uh, yeah i'm, I'm kind of taken aback but yeah just totally living the dream that's always what as playing football you want younger the younger generation to look up to you so yeah for them now to be able to do that is is class and i i have found one of our key questions from <laughs> the instagram and it's for Abby, and it's slightly off topic from what we're just speaking, but it's about the weekend's game. It's back to the football. The question goes, is the title race realistically over if Rangers win on Sunday, considering that they could go two points ahead with the game in hand? Uh, it's never over till it's over, I have to say. <laughs> That's exactly the right thing to say. You're not going to say yes, aye, it's over, aye, that's us, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No more games. No more games. Mind you, last they should have done that last night. Just blow the whistle. <laughs> <I have to>. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh my god! Well, uh, I've actually do want to ask Chelsea something. It's kind of a half question we spoke about, but not actually a question. You say you just want to put in 100%. This season, you've had to fill it right back a few times. Do you kind of relish just the versatility in your game, not just being that box-to-box midfielder usually? Yeah, of course. It's, it's great that the, the coaches can rely on me to, to fit me in when we are uh, low with players and injuries and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's, although it's not my preferred position, I'll, I'll take one for the team any day to, to fill in. And as I say, you're just happy as a player getting game time. So no matter where you're put, Everybody's happy to to play. So, but what's the uh, wackiest position you've been put in, Abby? Um, like one when the manager's been like, I was going to say one when the manager's been like, oh, on you go there, and you're like, what? <laughs> um, I mean, people have said about left back, and I'm like, no, oh, no. Uh, and also one time I was at Birmingham, and there was like a questionnaire we had to fill out, and it was like, would you go in goals if you had to? I was like. Uh, yeah <laughs> but it was like a question like can you actually play in goals and I was like I'll go in goals <laughs> play in goals like so yeah that would maybe be yeah yeah and not really so keep me up front or something like that <laughs> remember we had Leah Tweedy on for Hearts and she had to go in goals one game and she like, the keeper got sent off and she had to go and she was like I was like oh my god we <laughs> <laughs> always actually class we all used to pretend like Going goals in that all the time at Hibs, and she's honestly quality. I think that happened with yeah, Park Thistle this season as well. They had to play an outfield player in goals because both the uh, goalkeepers were out, and that's is that happened about two or three games. That just shows the uh, if this happens in women's yeah. football, 
but I think I think the goalkeeper that actually I think it was Danica Dalziel it stayed in and she actually done a good job in the time that she was in so I won't, I won't be giving Eileen Gleeson or um, Malky Thompson any uh, ideas to putting news in goals no I don't, I don't think so <laughs> is this the first time you've worked with Eileen Abby yeah 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 first time I'm not gonna I'm not yeah, gonna ask her uh, what she like but <laughs> <laughs> no it's just crazy come back and it's Obviously, it's not Scott Booth because obviously I was there for ages with him. So yeah, just getting used to it. But yeah, now she is. She's really good. Good detail and everything she does. So yeah, it'll be an exciting next few months. Scott Booth, the best yes man in women's football. <laughs> <laughs> the crabbitest man, or not? The first time I met him, I says, "Oh, I used to play because obviously I'm, I'm like 38, so I remember him playing for Aberdeen." And he used to terrify me. And I thought, oh, somebody would quite like you saying that. I says, you were brilliant when I was a wee boy. I was terrified of you. And he just went, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that would have been a good icebreaker. You know I mean? like, <laughs> it's just Is that what gave Glasgow City all that, that winning mentality all those years? Maybe his, I don't know if what he was like in the training ground, but like ruthless streak as such. And having a listen to podcast speaking about Glasgow City about the two Leans Kiting and Ross being, having quite high standards and like mo- the word used was money but is that good to have players like that at drive high standards yeah I feel like if you don't have that then you're not going to win games like it's as simple as that like without their high standards we definitely wouldn't have won as much as we did and even Scott like go mad at you a million times like if he didn't do that then like we wouldn't have won as many games or played the way we, we did. So without them, yeah, they wouldn't, Glasgow City would not have won as many titles as they have. What about Malky? Chelsea, does he like a rant? Um, do you know, I've actually never seen him uh, Can you imagine him being like, I don't know why. <laughs> he's, he's, he's quite chill. Um, but yeah, I think maybe back in his day, he maybe was prone to having a wee bit of a, a mad moment but nah he's actually quite he's quite chilled kind of takes a back seat let's the let's Kev and uh, Hadji take take over I was I was going to say who's the one in the Rangers team that's always driving those standards the most the Nick Dot because she seems a bit like that Nick Nick is good to be fair but I think there's quite a few um, I think the best to be fair when uh, she was in was Gemmel Gemmel was just wanted that level like every minute of every every session which is is class to have because it does drive you to, to work harder and and uh, yeah there was many times she would if we weren't good enough she would pull us in and, and get us in and chat to us so yeah I think Gemma was definitely definitely the best for it but uh, yeah probably would say Nick and now Nick's took over to, to demand that of us. Well a massive thank you to both Chelsea Carnet and Abby Grant there for sharing their career experiences. I do have to confess that, as you probably know, anyone's game, we produce content for free. We're not very rich. And our Zoom call ran out. So our free 40 minutes was up there, but it was great to hear from the girls. Uh, Robbie, some brilliant stories, wasn't it? Yeah, it was fantastic. Just love the passion. And I know the listeners will only be able to hear what Abby and Chelsea had to say, but you could just see the emotion of how proud they were speaking about these events throughout their career so far. 
Yeah, so thank you very much, uh, both girls, for joining us on the Anyone's Game podcast. Don't forget, there are plenty of other ways you can listen to Anyone's Game. We will genuinely rock up at a game on a Sunday in SWPL1 or perhaps even SWL2 and make a podcast. But we also have our flagship comedy quiz show, which is called I Know Best. And check out this week's episode because we actually had the girls, Abby and Chelsea, on board. And they were giving their views on the week in Scottish women's football. But right now, it's a goodbye from me. And it's a goodbye from me.